Hello! Welcome back to the second episode, second official episode of I Am Mad. This is the podcast where I complain for approximately 10 minutes and you listen. Because what better use of your time than my problems? Before I get started on this uh, second episode, I just want to say thank you so much for the comments and the listens I got on the first episode. Genuinely was not expecting anyone but like my mom and maybe my roommates at gunpoint to listen to my podcast. The fact that more than three people listened was so big. Just super, super cool to be able to connect with um, with that many people. Let me relax. It wasn't that many people, but it was more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the platform that I use actually gives me stats. I have three listeners in Kenya, so shout out Kenyan listeners. Um, hope you guys are staying safe during this time. I'm not sure why you're listening, but I'm thankful, Okay. Um, and I've spoken with my management and we're looking to arrange a Kenya meet and greet, um, me and the three listeners in Kenya. So tour dates are coming. Just keep an eye on that. Let's get into the reasons I am mad today. The first thing I want to talk about is music elitists. Um, let me explain what I mean by that. Music elitists are people who don't just enjoy and listen to one genre of music, but will die for that genre of music and actually actively hate all other genres of music. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. For example, I am, I, I'd say I'm, I'm like a, a rap person. I don't know. I really like listening to rap. You know, cash moves everything around me. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, 25, sitting on 25 mil. You know what I'm saying? Probably many men wish death upon me. But I recognize that there are other genres, other domains of music outside of rap, and that there is people who enjoy that music. And in fact, I enjoy some of it too. For example, there are some country songs that really bang. Like Tennessee Whiskey, banger. Blue Ain't Your Color by Keith Urban, banger. Country Roads Take Me Home, banger. Like there is good country music. There's no way you've listened to all country music and deemed the entire genre as bad. The same way that somebody who doesn't listen to rap, you know, hates all mumble rap, hates all autotune rap, hates all rap. Like even within mumble rap, there's probably something that you're going to enjoy. I guess music elitists also kind of piss me off because they're the kind of people that are so dedicated to this genre of theirs that we can't listen to anything else ever. Like it's like one in the morning we just got done talking about our feelings and you want to put on UK drill music? No. No, okay? Put on some Taylor Swift and let's relax. You can let down your guard for two minutes, okay? We can <laughs> we can listen to some Shawn Mendes for literally two minutes and I'm still gonna think that you're, you know, this rap person at the end of it. It's fine. Music elitism is stupid. Just listen to what you want to listen to and don't hate other people for listening to what they want to listen to. It's probably a good idea to keep an open mind about all kinds of music, because at the end of the day, it is art. Um, except Russ. I don't know why you would ever listen. The second thing that I want to talk about is something that I've touched on before, but I feel like now is a really good time to just expand my thoughts on this. Um, the WNBA comment section. 
So, you know, the WNBA obviously stands for the Women's National Basketball Association, and it is some of the most talented, amazing basketball players Just competing at the top level. And the WNBA is televised. So, obviously, the WNBA has a social media that, um, you know, is put in place to better reach out to their base, um, show them the kinds of things that are going on, and, and maybe even expand the market for people who are interested in watching the WNBA and that's that's all they're trying to do on Twitter and Instagram that's really what it is it'll be amazing videos uh like really good assists a dunk some really good three-point shots and in the comment section I guess amateur comedians <laughs> that are vying for the spot of top top comment essentially um, and the way that you can get top comment in a WNBA comment section is to somehow include the word kitchen, sandwich, woman. I don't know. Like, some of the jokes won't even make sense. Like, it'll be like a crazy dunk. And somebody will comment, like, can she dunk a sandwich? <laughs> can she dunk like that in the kitchen? Like, does that make sense to you? It's like you threw words into this, like, sexist bot. And you're just getting it to parrot it back to you. It's really annoying and it's so stupid. And for some reason it works because they keep doing it. And I know it's like 14 year old because if you're a grown man commenting that under the WMBA comments, like, oh my, I don't know for you anymore. I don't know for you. But just the drive and the passion with which they comment just consistently. Like it'll, the post is up, they're there two seconds later, you know, trying out these jokes in, in the comment section. It's really amazing to see the, the heart and the passion and the drive of these young guys. And it's probably because they want to be in the NBA and they're simply not good enough or beautiful enough. You know what I mean? Um, and that's actually scientifically correct. So I took a few psychology courses in my time and that's exactly what's going on here. These guys are just not good enough or beautiful enough to be in the WNBA and so commenting this really helps them address that situation. Um, and I understand that. And as a psychologist, a registered psychologist, also a physician um, and a doctor, I would like to reach out to these young gentlemen and I would say that they should channel the drive and the passion that they put into the comments that they post under the WNBA comment section and, you know, throw on a jersey, Siakam jersey, shout out my boy Siakam, uh, I know he's probably quarantined right now and listening to this, really, really happy to have you here, thanks so much for tuning in. Throw on a Siakam jersey and get out in your backyard and shoot some hoops, you know what I mean? Uh, get some friends together, you know, practice that alley-oop, uh, guard your man, you know what I mean? And just really get those skills up to par. And I just know with this drive and this heart and this passion that you can channel into ball, you can make the WNBA, you know what I mean? Like 5'2", five, 5'4", five, 5'8", five, your man doesn't matter because you will make the WNBA with that heart of yours. Um, so really what I'm saying is pick up a basketball, get out there and have some fun. And you know, when you come back in, you can make me a sandwich. Final thing that I'm angry about, coronavirus. Is it coronavirus? It's the fallout from coronavirus. Obviously I'm also pissed at coronavirus. When I find out who is responsible, I'm making some phone calls. But the fallout from coronavirus has been fascinating to observe. First of all, and probably most importantly, coronavirus 
is a viral respiratory infection. It is not a shitting disorder, okay? It is not a diarrhea disease. You don't need 18 rolls of toilet paper in two days to fight coronavirus. I genuinely don't understand why I went to the grocery store yesterday morning looking for toilet paper because my household genuinely ran out of toilet paper and finding absolutely no toilet paper in the aisles. Like, now I'm stressed. I wasn't stressed before, now I'm stressed because I'm like, why is everybody buying so much toilet paper? Am I gonna die? Stop it, get some help. Get some help, you don't need all that toilet paper. Leave some for other people, okay? There's no way you're going through three rolls of toilet paper. There's no way this quarantine is lasting a year. Like, and at the end of the day, I know like toilet paper is important to you, but <laughs> when we talk about the magnitude of like apocalyptic measures, toilet paper is probably gonna be the least of your concerns. Realistically, you're still gonna have water to wash your ass. Okay, you don't need 18 rolls of toilet paper. And second of all, what about food? You're not gonna be making anything to use toilet paper for if you're not eating. I like, I don't understand why the toilet paper was the first thing to run out. Why, was, why wasn't it like, there was still canned beans when I went, but the toilet paper is what you guys went for? I don't understand. I know it's not everyone. I know that there are many sane people in the city of Toronto, probably worldwide, who are just as confused as I am and maybe just as angry as I am. But for the one person listening, <laughs> sitting in a house, sitting on a throne of toilet paper right now. Screw you, man. Anyway, we're probably gonna be fine, you know. If we're not, then we die, we die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It happens. It do be like that sometimes. Make sure to wash your hands, not hug your loved ones, uh, and stay safe. I will catch you on the flip if we make it out of this. Bye!